Hey girl, welcome to Christian Girls Pop. My name is Stephanie Bright and I'm the founder of this girls group as well as your host for the podcast. Around here, we are all about purpose, obedience, and prayer. That's what makes us pop. You're guaranteed to laugh, cry, learn, grow, and most importantly, become more like Jesus. We're going to rock this thing out and we're going to have fun doing it. You ready? Let's go. Hey girl, and welcome back to another episode of Christian Girls Pop. We are continuing on, we're pressing on with our Sunday School Stories theme, which we will have for the entire year of 2023. Very excited for y'all to keep listening to each episode. I hope that y'all have enjoyed it and just enjoyed all the speakers that we've had. And I know that this week will be no different. You are in for a treat. But before we get to that, if this is your first time tuning in, let's talk a little bit about Sunday School Stories. So with this theme, we're going through the more popular verses, the more popular events that we read through the Bible. Maybe if you grew up in church, you heard them in Sunday school. And we are talking about those scriptures, but also how we as women can relate to these moments, how we have seen God show up in our lives. And I want you to know that this is not just a story to read, but these are real life moments that you can experience as you walk this journey with Christ. So very excited to continue on. We've had some Old Testament, New Testament, a bunch of great, great um, testimonies and miracles that we've heard and just amazing things. So like I said this week, you are in for a treat. I feel like I'm biased because she's my friend, but this is going to be a great week. So this week I have my friend, my soul sister, my spirit sister, my girl, Grace Diaz. She's coming on the show this week. And if you've been a long-term listener of this of this podcast, you may recognize her. She was on my podcast a couple years ago. And fun fact, this is how we actually met. We met doing a podcast together. And um, we're calling this moment our Full Circle Podcast because this is how we met. And y'all, she's one of my greatest friends. She's amazing. And um, we've been consistently in a friendship after that. Once we did that episode, we were like, hey, like, I want to be your friend. You want to be my, like, do you want to be mine? <laughs> and we made it work and it's been great. And so I'm excited for y'all to hear more about her, but let me give a little bit of introduction. I know I just took, bragged on her, but um, Grace Diaz, she is a traveler, y'all. She loves traveling the world. She's a travel guru. And if y'all have any questions, I'm sure she could help you with that. She's helped me with mine as well. She also is the founder of a blog, Simply Complicated, amazing ministry that she has founded. And she'll share more about that as well. But I'm excited for y'all to hear about her. She has experience in corporate America. Um, and so, she isn't in full-time ministry, which she gets to bring in a different aspect um, that maybe some of the other speakers haven't been able to bring in. So very excited. Grace, hey girl. Hello. I just want to say correction to what you mentioned earlier. It was sister from the start. Oh yeah, you're right. This is not a friend. This is a sister. Oh my gosh. I love being here. And like you said, just having this full circle moment is is something I think our first recording was like years ago so I I don't even remember when honestly I want to say like 2019 or 2020 wow well, I don't know time flies <laughs> <laughs> no but y'all I'm excited for this episode because y'all will be able to hear um the heart that we have for the word of God but you also will probably just hear the friendship that we have to um come out throughout this episode so 
This week, we're going to be talking about Josiah becoming king at eight years old. This one is maybe not as popular of a story as maybe like, you know, Peter walking on water or Jesus dying on a cross, something like that. But really cool story. And I know there's a lot of good nuggets in this story. So you can find this story in 2 Chronicles chapter 34. If that's, um, if you're wanting to go along with this as we're going through the episode, 2 Chronicles chapter 34. And if you're not following along, I definitely encourage you to come back to this and, and read it. So with Josiah, there's a lot that we can share about his life. I'm going to read the first three verses of 2 Chronicles chapter 34, um, and then I'm going to turn it over to Grace. She's going to kind of summarize some things for you of what Josiah did throughout his time as king. So in 2 Chronicles chapter 34, starting in verse 1, it says, Josiah was eight years old when he began to reign, and he reigned 31 years in Jerusalem. And he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord and walked in the ways of David, his father. And he did not turn aside to the right hand or to the left. For in the eighth year of his reign, while he was yet a boy, he began to seek the God of David, his father. And in the twelfth year, he began to purge Judah and Jerusalem of the high places, the ashram and the carved and the metal images. So that gives you a little bit of introduction into Josiah's story and um, his time as king. Um, but Grace, could you kind of summarize a little bit more of what Josiah did while he was king? Yeah. So upon if you if for the readers and the listeners, um, if you read further, you'll understand that Josiah actually after, you know, seeking God and growing up, um, really putting God first and not wavering to the left and the right. He went on to rebuild the temple. And when they were rebuilding the temple, they actually discovered this book of the law. Um, and upon that, that book of the law really gave them God's word to them in that moment. And um, upon, you know, discovering the book of the law, they humbled themselves and he was actually able to turn the culture around to be a really God fearing, God seeking culture. So just at eight, you know, from being king, um, it's hard to imagine. And, and, you know, it was it was a process, um, you know, he did that. He did this thing, but definitely a youthful leader um, that was able to do some pretty amazing things and really change the culture around, which I'm sure we can all kind of relate to living in, you know, a, a culture that might not be as necessarily God fearing and 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 being, um, you know, people that are are trying to stick stick close and seek God actively. Right, for sure. And there's he he lives a he lives a really great example of what it is to be a great king, what it is to just serve at a young age. And like, man, it's encouraging, but I don't want to spoil it too much. We're gonna get into it. Um, so you chose this story over all the other stories in the Bible. Why this story? What sticks out to you? Well, what's funny is I actually feel like this story chose me. Um, I originally thought when I looked at kind of the overall theme of the message, like, oh, you know, God using youth or God using, um, you know, anyone who's who's willing and open to be used. And I was like, yes, that is me. You know, like you mentioned, I come from corporate America, travel. Um, I'm not necessarily a full time in ministry. However, I do feel like if you're a follower of God, you are automatically full-time ministry that's true that's very true you're you're in different environments um but when I actually studied the word um after you know having received you know um confirmation that I'd be on here on this podcast after studying it I actually found a completely new kind of message um within it 
And I'll get more into that later. But I, I originally related to Josiah because I felt like, you know, I also grew up in the, in knowing God, um, he, you know, as he did as well. Um, and, and secondly, too, I, I do feel that, um, even though he grew up in, you know, knowing who God was, he didn't really in if you if you study it further his the previous predecessors they they were evil kings so he didn't necessarily have the best examples however through seeking god first god was able to fill him with that spirit and keep him on the right track so i i felt like even though you know especially in my experiences too being a first generation you know um coming from a family that, you know, we love our families, but there's always things that we want to change and, you know, generational curses we want to break. And so it gave me a lot of encouragement knowing that you don't need to, you don't need to, to God will give you the spirit um, when you're to be obedient to whatever he commands you to do. So I really resonate with Josiah. I think I'm inspired, encouraged by him and I actually am filled with so much hope by reading this, um, this chapter. And it's just amazing that if you read it, just, you know, at a glance, it, it can be like, very like, why is this in here? But it's so important when you're reading, which I discovered from studying this to really look at it as a lens through God's word is alive. It's powerful. It's sharper than a double-edged sword. So if it's in there and if you're reading it, take it seriously, honor it, and and really try to dissect what is God showing me about him, about my season that I'm in through this chapter. So I really encourage, you know, whoever might be listening to this, do put on the lens of, okay, why, you know, is God pointing me in the direction to this particular story? And how does it resonate with the season that I'm in right now? Um, So I, I'm just really excited because there's just so much fruit that comes just out of this particular story. Yeah, I, I like that perspective that you talked about because it you'll see things you never saw. You know, like you if you're just looking at it and just like, yeah, just I became king. Okay, okay, okay. Like that's all it'll be, you know, it's like, okay, you became king, great for him, like he did a great job. But when you change and you look through the lens, like you mentioned, you will see how the Holy Spirit just brings so much to life as you're reading this and you, it's like, it'll be just jumping off the page. So yeah, definitely go in with that perspective. And that goes for any, anything that you're reading in scripture, ask the Holy Spirit. I always encourage people before you start reading something, ask the Holy Spirit to give you clarity, to give you understanding, to give you discernment as far as what you're reading. To, and then, then you'll be able to really apply it to your life for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And it might, it, even in Josiah's story, I mean, when they discovered the book of the law, it was God's word to them at that time. And it wasn't necessarily what they wanted to hear. It wasn't, it wasn't sunshine and rainbows. Right. <laughs> it, and so with that, I think, you know, it's important to, to kind of like take maybe, to really just receive it, like you said, like pray, like, you know, for a spirit to really receive whatever, you know, God might be telling, telling, or, you know, um, directing you towards at a particular season and um, take it in and, you know, try your best not to get defensive or, you know, because a lot of times I'm like, God, really, I don't think. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's not get offended with God's word. Cause I definitely will be like, uh-uh, like, yeah, your enemies. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> no, that's great. So with the story, like you said, there's quite a few things that we can discuss. What are some verses that stick out to you about Josiah's story? Yeah, I think particularly the ones that 
stick out to me were the ones that you read in the beginning, you know, right where it says he, you know, sought in, in two, in the verses two through three, it says he sought the Lord and he didn't, you know, he didn't waver to the right or to the left. Like he was very focused. And um, I actually did some, some, some further studying, um, got my scholarly definition article of seek, and it means to attempt or desire. Um, and desire is like a strong feeling of wanting to have something like to long for something. And I felt like with Josiah's example, it just shows that when we seek God, when we put him first, that's it. Like, you know, it says seek, you know, seek God with all your heart and everything else, you know, will be added to you. And it's like, I, I do feel like that's the main kind of one of the main summary points that stood out to me from reading this. Um, And then also later on in the story, when it says when they discovered the book of the law, and he actually, upon when the prophetess read what God's word to them was, he actually tore his clothes and hum in a in a sign of humble of humility, you know, to God's word. And I felt like that just showed a lot of character um, to receive God's word, even though it was kind of showing their sin, um, to receive God's word and to not get defensive, not to, you know, ignore it. But he actually inquired of God after like he he pressed in further towards God. And I feel like a lot of times when I'm faced with my sin or like when, you know, people are even in general, we tend to kind of run the other way. Mm -hmm. um, and so I really felt like it, Josiah was a great example of what we should do in those moments to go and inquire of God to humble ourselves. And actually we see in the end that God showed mercy because of that. And I thought that was beautiful because it just shows God's character, which is his mercy and love is unfailing. And I think that's just, that's another summary point, but those two points, I think Josiah seeking the Lord and then humbling himself were the main ones that stood out when I did the reading. Yeah. I like what you said about, going back to seeking, um, that is something that we could easily read over, right? And I like that you just honed in on that one word. My Bible teacher always tells me that every word is in there for a reason. And so you should take the time to figure out why. And so I like that you you showed like that this one word represents Josiah's character. And it's so evident in his entire reign as king, because um, for those that maybe don't know, there were several kings before and after him who were not good kings. Um, they would have one good king and then they would have a string of bad ones. And then, then they would have another good king. And so the good king would have to redo and fix up all the other <laughs> stuff that the bad ones did. And then another bad one would come along, right? Um, but all throughout Josiah's reign, you can just see how much he honored the Lord and how much he sought the Lord, like you say. And that's such a key part in how well he was able to you know, reign and how he had a successful reign was because he was seeking the Lord, because he sought the Lord and what he was doing, that he didn't just try to figure it out himself or just say, I'm king now, like I got this. But he really chose to say, okay, like, Lord, I'm seeking you as we're doing this. And that sets him apart from the other kings. Um, yeah. and, and I like what you just said about his character as a whole, even in, uh, tearing his clothes and like you said, and humility, um, even in like grief and mourning of like, man, like we have not, you know, like these, these people need to live like this. Like he had such a burden to, to really yeah. obey God's word. And so I think the word that kind of like 
that's that stands out to me about everything that I'm reading and that we're talking about with Josiah is like he has such strong convictions about things like he, right. he was convicted in the sense of like I am going to seek the Lord he was convicted about we need to serve and obey the law like he had such strong convictions about him right and I'm not dogging out our generation right I'm, <laughs> I'm dogging them out but I wish that sometimes that we had stronger convictions as a whole right. in our generation that we stood what was for what was right and that we didn't back down that our yes was yes and then our no was no and that if we knew something um was opposing to God that we wouldn't say well maybe if we look at it this way that we would just say no this is what mm -hmm. the word of God says and that's it and I, I I feel like you know he sets such a great example because of him becoming king at such a young age, yet still having all those strong convictions, you know? Yeah. And that's some, one thing too, I, I thought about when reading this, it, I related to Josiah, not in that I'm a, not in that I'm a king in Israel, but, um, but the fact that, um, you know, he obviously as king, he was very busy. He, you know, I'm sure people were demanding his time, his attention, his decision-making, like, it's not like he was, just someone in the background. And I think that especially in our culture, we all know what it feels like to be busy, to be pressed. We all wear so many hats. I'm a daughter, I'm a sister, I'm an aunt, I'm a, you know, I'm a ministry leader in your case, you know? And so I think that it just, I feel like I can relate to Josiah in that, but I also feel very encouraged to know that if he can do it and because he was seeking God is why he was so prosperous and successful. So it kind of showcases like the verse that we tend to read so often, which is like, abide in me, remain in me, um, because apart from me, you can do nothing. And it, so it really brings that to life because I don't believe that Josiah would have been successful had he not prioritized God um, during that time specifically, you know, in his life. Yeah, yeah prioritization. Well, let's hit on that a little bit, right? Because we yeah. are so busy. And I think that we prioritize, I don't think, I know that we prioritize what we value the most, right? And so I know that people will say like, put God first, put God first. But I almost want to take a step back and it's like, get to a place to where you value God the most. Right. When you value him, which comes from relationship with him, reading his words, spending time with him, when you realize how much of an important part of your life that he should be, then mm -hmm. he will become a priority. And so it's not just something like keep God first, like throw it in your Instagram bio, you know, right, but like actually right. <laughs> do it. Um, and it will show just like it showed for Josiah, it will show in your life when you realize I have put God first and it's not, it's easier said than done. Right. Like, like you yes. said, we are super busy and that's not to um, discredit us in any way because we, we do, we, we got stuff to do, right. We got responsibilities <laughs> and stuff, but we can't use that as an excuse. Like we can't just say, well, I'm busy. So sorry. Right. Like, it's like, okay, but you need to figure out a different way, you know? <laughs> right. Right. And I think especially too, like with, you know, at the time of this recording with the start of the new year, as we do a little bit more reflection and intentional and intentional kind of goal setting, it's really good to kind of maybe just do a little like audit of, you know, our, our fundamentals. Like, are we, do we have a community? Are we, you know, do we have, you know, a in our church, like, are we, you know, how, how is that? And um, to just kind of see like, and to get real honest and truthful with yourself, like, is God, 
priority, like based on kind of your weekly routine. Um, and that's something that I've been doing. And, um, and, and also just seeing kind of just like you said, being, or like, I, like I mentioned, just being honest about where you're at and, and realizing that you can always, you know, um, you can always change. Like God is always waiting. Like, he's always... yeah, I like that. Be honest where you are and go from there for sure. Mm-hmm. There was one verse that, um, that I, well, there's a couple of verses actually that I wanted to read. There's, if you go to the same chapter, but, uh, verse 26, towards the end part thus says the lord the god of israel regarding the words that you have heard because your heart was tender and you humbled yourself before god when you heard his words against this place and its inhabitants and you have humbled yourself before me and have torn your clothes and wet before me i also have heard you and it's like wow like the lord is just just making himself very present right um, and then even skipping down to verse 31, and the king stood in his place and made a covenant before the Lord to walk after the Lord and to keep his commandments and his testimonies and his statutes with all his heart and all his soul to perform the words of the covenant that were written in this book. Mm-hmm. And so we really just see the heart that he has um, and and how it's just so evident in everything. And it goes mm-hmm. full circle back to what you were saying about seeking the Lord. Um, we ha- It's a choice. It's a choice that we have to make. Um, We don't just wake up and just, it just happens. We don't just happen to like, I'm seeking the Lord. I just woke up out of the bed. Like there's an active thing that has to take place. Um, But when we choose to make covenants with the Lord, when we choose um, to honor him, to seek him, we we see it and everyone else will see it as well, how it shows up in your life for sure. Yeah. I think a lot of times too, it's hard, especially when, what we see today on social media, um, you know, to really want these like quick, quick changes or quick wins. And I think that it's important to, to just realize that, you know, what are my day-to-day actions? How are they impacting my future? Like, what are the long-term consequences of my daily habits and actions? Um, Like you said, like, you know, long-term, you know, putting God first and, you know, seeking him daily um, or, you know, having having his presence continually go with you will really impact the our our lives. And I just love like you were reading, you know, how it ended so beautifully, like with him reading, you know, to to love God, seek him with all your heart. And it really just encourages that you can't always like control the start of your story, but you can control the end and you can, um, you know, you know, God always God always is going to be there and use you. Like if you're, you know, like you said, if you make those choices and that action to follow him. Yeah, for sure. So with the story and, and things that you've experienced in your own life, how can you relate? What are things that you've learned um, just by applying yourself into this story? Yeah, I think what I, what I mentioned earlier, what the biggest thing for me, I think especially being, you know, growing up in the church. Um, one of the biggest things that I, I took from the story was just how oftentimes, you know, when you're, when you grow up in the church, it's easy to kind of the, you're reading every day, you know, you're doing your devotions and, um, and it, it feels kind of like it can get dull during some seasons. And so this story really brought back to life that, like I mentioned, his word is powerful and effective and it, 
it shouldn't be taken lightly. Like you said, every word is in there for a reason. It's God breathed. It's his word to you. And I think going at it from that lens um, to really take a moment before I, you know, wake up and like, because usually that's part of my routine. Like some people do it at evening. I like to do my devotions in the morning, morning person. Um, But to wake up and really like maybe take that moment to pray, like, spirit, please like show me what is your word for me right now. I mean, it really makes all the difference because, you know, we see it in our journals. Like I have my journal, like she's clothed with strength and dignity, like all the, you know, all the songs when you see it all the time, you know, in mugs or like little, right. like, you know, things, it's just, it, it can sometimes lose that effectiveness from when you read it through a lens of, oh my goodness, this is God's word for me. And then it really kind of, when you believe it and that truth, um, it really takes grip of your heart. And for me, that, that really just helped because I think that during seasons and, you know, sometimes God can feel closer than at other times and really mm-hmm. kind of remembering that his word is alive and powerful and definitely helped me. That was one of the main things. Yeah. And Josiah sets that example as he's like tearing his clothes for the reading of God's word. And we have to ask ourselves, like, what is my response when I read, you know, like, what's the position of my heart? Am I just doing this because it's a checklist and it's just something to do? Or am I really living this thing out like as I should? Am I really quieting all the other distractions so that I can focus on him? Like, where, where am I at with this? And that really will... When we decide to like, I'm going to get serious about this. It's not just something to do just because it's something to do, but we're serious about it. We will then see that shift in our lives. We will see the shift of God's word really coming to life and it not just being words on a page, but really things that we can live out. Um, Like yeah. it talks about in James, not just hearers of the word, but doers. And so it's not that you're just hearing God's word or that you're reading God's word, mm-hmm. but that you're choosing man, this is really coming to life because I've cleared my mind. I've focused. I'm ready. I'm doing this. Now I want to actually apply this. I want to live this out. And Josiah sets the example that no one's too young for anything. Like God literally wants to use you right now. You don't have to wait to you get to a certain qualification or a certain thing in order to be like, okay, now God wants to use me. God literally talked through a donkey in the Bible. Like, girl, he's got you. Like if he's telling you to do something, just go for it, you know, just rock out with it. Even, I mean, for the, for the listeners who maybe don't know how we, you know, our friendship got, was connected. It was because, you know, through this, through this podcast, I was listening to the podcast, you know, reached out and, and God was able to use it to bring so much beauty um, from it. I've been able to travel to Texas to, you know, be at your retreat and to see that ministry grow. I got to meet new, um, you know, sisters who have really encouraged me throughout my walk. So it's like, you never know, you know, how God wants to use you. Um, it just takes that, you know, being obedient, being open, um, you know, saying, God, here I am, like, use me where I am. Um, and I think something that I mentioned before we started, you know, recording this podcast was you are, you never know, you know, your ministry is very different from anyone else's ministry. And so God will use you to reach people that other people cannot reach. Um, you know, you're maybe that friend you grew up with, um, or, you know, that person in your, you know, 
team at work or um, your school class or, you know, you never know, or someone you, you meet at the grocery store, you never know. And it's, and it can be just planting those little seeds. Like you don't necessarily all the time need to have a full like prayer session, but even just being a light, yeah. it really shows, um, you know, God's, God's um, power in your life. Um, and so I, I find a lot of encouragement in that too. Yeah, for sure. And this like God knew why he needed Josiah to be king. And so mm-hmm. he also knows why he needs you in that certain position too. And when we really believe that he knows all that he is in control of all, then I believe that we will be more confident in him, that we'll be more confident in where he has us placed and really say like, okay, if you got me here at this job that I don't like, and doesn't pay me enough. <laughs> I'll figure out why, you know, or whatever the situation is. Right. Um, and it, we, Oh, sorry. Go. No, I was just saying like, it almost accumulates like from what I found is that, you know, in past seasons of my life, when I have had, you know, faith um, and seen God move, I, when I'm going through a trying season now, I look back on that. It's like remembering your 12 stones and looking back on those miracles and that, you know, sustains your faith for going forward. Cause you're like, I seen him do it then can see it, do it now. So it's, you know, it kind of almost like builds up um, and, you know, strengthens that muscle too. Yeah, that's very true. Um, you, Cause you remember, right. I tell mm-hmm. people there's power in remembering mm-hmm. what he's already done for you. There's power in remembering how he's already come through in the past. And you use that as your fuel, like as your springboard to the next thing, to the next thing, to the next thing, for sure. Right. And, right. I, and I think a great way to um, even encourage yourself or renew your mind is through God's word, because with that, you are remind yourself of truth, like straight up truth. This is God's inspired word, God's breathed word of God. Mm-hmm. So Everything that is in here is going to be truth. And so as you're reading this, you boom, you automatically have truth. You're combating any lies of the enemy or anything else that he sent. And so then you're able to fully um, continue on your walk with boldness, with courage, and not just like dragging along like, yeah, I'm trying, but it's all right. right. There will be times like that, but yeah, like your whole life ain't got to be like that, sis. Like, you know, (laughs) exactly. And I think too, one thing that I, you know, what I didn't mention earlier was the studying God's word, because when I originally read this, you know, I did a, you know, obviously I did a read through and, and when I first read it, I, you know, I was like, okay, yeah, we get the, we get the main gist, but when I studied it and I looked, you know, online, like, you know, doing a little bit more digging, what have other, you know, um, what have other ministries, you know, just doing a little bit more studying of it. I found so much through that. Um, and my eyes were really enlightened and I really felt like I got, more of the message through that. And I think sometimes if you're like me, who is a very, I'm an executor, I'm a checklist person. So I'm like, did my devotional today? Yeah, we're good. Okay, check it off. Um, And I almost find that it's like, I almost feel bad when I just read one verse. And I'm like, maybe that verse is all I need. Maybe I just need to look at that one verse or that one word and really soak it in and digest it. Um, So I would like to just encourage someone out there that, maybe you stick with a chapter the whole week. It <laughs> Like if God is really working on that with you, do that. Like if you're getting that fulfillment and, um, and, and, you know, feeling God's presence through that, like do that because I found that there's such a difference between reading something and studying it. Um, yeah. and I think that that's why, you know, I'm also, 
you know, not to plug, but like also your even your book that you just launched, like I'm really excited because it's like going to help me to study further the word and, you know, the book, because that's really when I feel like you really kind of get the sense of it versus just reading, you know, something. Yeah, I think that's a great point, reading versus studying, because I have read the Bible I didn't know what I was reading. I was just doing it just because it was a thing to do. Mind you, at the time when I was doing it, I was still like a hot mess, living a double life. So I really was not actually trying to apply God's word. (laughs) Right. But what I did was I was just like skimming or just reading and some stuff stuck. And I believe it did play a part in just building that foundation. But I wasn't applying it. I wasn't really understanding the why and the context and and how God, you know, was revealing himself in that moment. I was just like, okay, Noah built the ark. Cool. Next book, you know, like next chapter. Um, And so, yeah, that's exactly why I created Scripture Made Simple. Y'all get your copy. But (laughs) um, was because I know what it is to just read. I know what it is to just go through a checklist. And so I created that with notes and resources and stuff for you to be able to understand what's really happening in this chapter. Like, you know, like, if is it um, the first miracle that we ever see that Jesus did? Like, there's certain things that just add to the story to help you understand. And so even though it's simple, like I didn't make it overcomplicated and throw in the Hebrew and the Greek and all this other stuff, <laughs> I did create it in a way that you should be able to have your Bible with you, get your notes out and be able to study both of those together so yeah definitely um the reading versus studying thing is for sure key and and it all kind of circles about around to what we were talking about as far as that reverence and that honor towards god because when we have that reverence we our lives show it when we're when we're honoring god's word and wanting to live by it our lives show it. And so I definitely just want to encourage us as we're going through this chapter and as we're reading this and and just spending time, maybe even just reading this passage in Second Chronicles 34, to be reminded that we're not too young to do stuff, but we do have to choose to seek and honor the Lord. Like that's yeah. a choice that we have to make. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And and two, I think another thing too is just to really to you know seek Him, honor Him. We're never too young um, or too old, um, you know, to to honor Him with our lives, and and also too to just really not let not read God's word, but let God's word read you in terms of not, not like going into, I I find that sometimes I go into the Bible, like, like unintentionally trying to seek out stories that I'm like, God, I want you to affirm what I'm already planning, but also, but just going at it from a Dude, that's so true. I'm like, where can I find my confirmation? You want me to write? Yeah. Like I'm (laughs) in here trying to find like, (laughs) yeah go go travel the world or something but um but yeah no I think that in in my um and what I found is that just by opening and and letting God's word speak to you you can actually you know you're you're able to just be humble like Josiah was and saying okay I'm gonna take this word and I'm gonna you know apply it digest it and move forward from it because you never know I've had instances where a, a God will direct me or point me to like a word and I'm like, this makes no sense. Like I haven't, why am I reading this? But it keeps coming up and I'm like, what is this? And then like a week later, you know, my say for instance, you know, my, uh, I, I really need it. I really need it. I'm like, that's why, you know, and I'm sure you've had that situation too. Oh um, my gosh. Yes. That is so true because there's things that like, man, that hits, but like, I don't know how, you know, it's like, right. Like you're like, I, 
like I know this is gonna be important but I don't know how <laughs> yeah and I'm like okay I'm gonna just write this down and then sure enough you know it comes up and that's that's the verse that I used as um, a springboard for scripture made simple was uh, Psalm 119 I believe 13 and 14 like talking about like hiding God's word in your heart um, mm-hmm. so that you won't sin against him. It's like, that's what it is to read daily and have those, those times with Jesus daily in his word, because, um, uh, what, when we're in God's word, we're, we're hiding those things. We are, um, storing them up, right. Mm-hmm. Um, the same way, like a squirrel stores up an acorn, like that's what we're doing. You know, we're like storing it up for that moment when we need it. And it may not be us. It may be someone else. I've had those right. cool moments where like I've read and just like you say, like it hits and I'm like, I don't know what that's about, but okay. And then like, sure enough, somebody the same day is like going through something. I'm like, girl, I just yeah, read Yeah, exactly. You're like, I have, a, I have a word for you. I had a verse for you, girl. And it's like, man, yeah. I wouldn't have had that had I not read, you know? Yeah. Had you yeah, not so been intentional. Definitely, yeah. definitely intentional. And, and when we choose to seek and honor the Lord, there's favor that comes with it. There's blessings. It shows in our lives and other people will will see it. It will be evident for sure. And mm-hmm. that that's my heart. You know, I, I would love for our generation to be a generation that chooses to seek and honor the Lord that doesn't just go with society, that doesn't just go with the flow because they are not living for Jesus, right? Like the culture as a whole is so against Jesus and wants to do everything it can to not be about Jesus, but right. I, I I want that for us. I desire for our generations, you know, to be in revival and to and to share in that passion of like, man, like we just want to know God's word and like live this thing out. Um, mm. And so we see examples like this that really give us hope that like, hey, God can use anybody and we can set this thing ablaze, you know, like just like you yeah. said, like we can change the culture. We don't have to be a king at a palace, but we can change the culture. Right, right. And it's, and it's also too, like, just, it's, it's always, I always think about it too, like, in terms of my, you know, similar to what you said, you know, there was a time where I read the Bible, but I was very much lukewarm, like very much in and out and, you know, reading the Bible, but like, you know, also doing other things. And so it really, um, I sometimes think about, you know, sometimes you think about like what your life was before then. And then you're like, oh my gosh, like I want everyone to feel this, like to be able to walk with such a security, a comfort, you're, you know, to know you're a daughter of the most hiking and actually to believe and receive that. Um, Especially in today's culture, you know, things are so uncertain, so unstable. I can't imagine not following God. And I, my, you know, hope right. is to, yeah, like not to have that peace, like not to have that that unsurpassable peace in all of this, that you know that everything's going to be okay because your father has got you, you know, and it's, and I just, you know, we, we want that for everyone. And I think that, and that always encourages me, even in my reading, like, you know, to go through it from a lens of like, I love God. So I want to, this is my time with him. Like, this is my intentional, like, obviously he's always there, but this is my intentional time to like, spend time with my father. And it's a blessing, um, to even be able to have that, um, in your life. Like my sister, you know, she's, she's has, um, she's got a baby, another baby on the way. And so I know there'll be seasons where, you know, life is busy and you might not always have that space to really make, make him, you know, wake up in the morning and, and, you know, go and, and of course he'll give you the spirit for that. But I think that, it's, it's just a blessing to be able to have that time and, and to be able to choose to spend time with him. Yeah, that's, that's true. Seasons change, but we, we have to just adapt and, 
and right. make that decision. So yeah, I love what you shared about that. So we mentioned this at the beginning, but I wanted to give you more time to talk about it. Simply Complicated, that's your baby. That's your blog. That's your ministry. So can you tell the people a little bit about it? Yeah, Simply Complicated was actually born, what was it? Maybe 2020, 2018. It's been about four years now that I've had the blog, um, which sounds wild um, now looking back at it. But Simply Complicated is essentially for, you know, to encourage 20-something women on their faith journey. Um, it's all about kind of, especially during those challenging times in our lives and seasons, um, to just give you that mustard seed of faith. They're just faith. Uh, if you go to the blog, you'll find, you know, short stories from throughout seasons of my life, um, such as, you know, moving to New York City or moving to Spain or starting a corporate job. Um, just kind of those challenging moments in, in most 20 something women's life, being single, you know, going through that season um, and how to really bring God's word and shine his light into those moments. Because I've been there before where you kind of feel like a little discouraged and you just need that. or And then you get this like one article or you see something or you get some word of encouragement. So I I put Simply Complicated and I, I've committed to it to just be that encouragement for someone that comes across it. And I've been able to reach a very global kind of audience through it and and been you know connected with so many beautiful people um, through this kind of platform that I've created, um, you included. And so I really, as much as I, I, I feel like I'm getting blessed from it too. And, um, and so anyone listening, I would just encourage you to take a look, um, see if you like it and also subscribe to our newsletters. They're monthly, just little, um, seeds of encouragement to kind of get you, get you through as well. Yeah, that's a great blog. I definitely encourage y'all to check that out. And like you say, or like you heard, Grace has been consistent with it. So um, join in, get that encouragement every month. And you never know what each month will have there for you. It's always really good stuff. So I definitely encourage y'all to check that out. Real quick, somebody may be thinking, why Simply Complicated? What's the reason behind the name? <laughs> That's a good question. Simply Complicated, the name came because I felt like... 20 something life is simply complicated. I mean, it sounds like it would be simple, but it's very complicated. Um, I think that these are some of the most impressing years of our lives in terms of transforming and um and and also very, you know, I think you become a lot of your habits and, and your identity is formed during these years. And so I, I just find it so so imp important and impactful to really give um, girls encouragement to, you know, seek Christian community to, um, you know, seek, you know, um, faith-based partnerships and to, to really be there for each other and um, to really seek God during this time, because it can really impact the trajectory of, you know, your life. And so um, that's kind of how it came out about, I felt like our lives are just simply complicated. <laughs> No, literally that, that couldn't sum up the adulting years any better. <laughs> yeah. That, they're pretty complicated um, yeah. in the most simple way. So yeah, no, I love that. I definitely encourage you all to check that out. How can they get in contact? How can they sign up for Simply Complicated? Yeah. So you can sign up um, on Instagram um, simply at Simply Complicated, or if you just go to the website, um, simplycomplicated.club slash um, is it slash or hyphen? I never. That's know. a slash. <laughs> slash. Okay. Simply complicated dot club slash. Um, see, God can use anyone. I'm telling you, even people who don't know technology. Here we go. Um, but yes, you can go on there and you could subscribe to the newsletter there. Wait, slash what? 
Or That's it. Okay. <laughs> okay, wait, say it again for the people that have haven't been able to hear it because we keep laughing. <laughs> so if if you go on Instagram to at simply complicated and then or you can go to my website and then it'll be on the front page, just subscribe to newsletter. But the website is simplycomplicated.club slash it'll be in the show notes maybe yeah i'm gonna drop the link because we're struggling now y'all click the link in the notes so you can get this so you can sign up for the blog um each week when i bring on different speakers and advertiser ministries this is to let you know that there's so much out there there's so many things that um ideas and resources that you can find for what you're going through if you're if you knew that you've been trying to find more encouragement this is the spot for you and maybe something that grace said resonated with you check it out this would be a great opportunity for you and the blogs are like super cute and all aesthetic and it's just so cute so y'all check it out okay um but i i really thank you grace for being a part of this episode and all the great things that you shared and um i'm glad that we were able to just have this time to hang out Yes, thank you, Stephanie, for having me. And um, you know, any if you're a listener on this, feel free to reach out. I'm always up for you know new Christian community and um and friendships to be formed. So thank you. Cause I know someone reached out last time on the podcast that I was and I was like, oh my gosh, it's so fun. Aww. So um, but yes, always a pleasure, Stephanie. And um, we'll definitely keep in contact. Girl, yes. Um, But yes, thanks so much for being a part of this episode. And y'all, thanks so much for tuning in to this episode. After you click the link in the notes to get to Simply Complicated, after you do all of that and sign up, I definitely encourage you, if you haven't already, to follow Christian Girls Pop on Facebook and Instagram at Christian Girls Pop. You can find us on YouTube at Christian Girls Pop and on our website, ChristianGirlsPop.com, where you can also sign up for our newsletter, um, where you can keep up with all the latest events and everything that we have going on there. So thank y'all so much. If you have not gotten your copy of Scripture Made Simple, make sure you click the link that's available in the podcast notes as well. You don't have to wait till the beginning of next year to start. Day one starts whenever you start. So go with that. Scroll through. Do the plan. You may need to take your time with it, but there's so many cool things that are here and available for you to be able to study the Bible really well. So make sure you check that out. And thank y'all so much. We'll be back next week for another episode. And as always, remember, Jesus already loves you so much. Don't you ever forget that.